everybody. We're GFBS. We are Grand Fork's best source. Joining us in the studio today, communications specialist for the city of Grand Fork's John Bernstrom back in the studio. We'll be talking with him in just a couple of minutes. Show today brought to you by Provita's Promotions. You know, if you're looking to boost your brand, well, Provita's Promotions will make you stand out from the crowd. Provita's will consult with you at no cost to help you find the perfect swag for your business. Whether it's logo apparel, hats, promotional products, trade show displays, or awards, Provita's is the region's top provider for free online stores. In fact, they're the perfect option for your company apparel ordering, Team Spirit Wear, or any type of organization that wants to dress their members with logo apparel. Provita's Promotions with locations in Grand Forks, Fargo, Bismarck, and Minot. Shop ProvitasPromo.com or call 1-866-PRO-SWAG. You can boost your brand. You can stand out from the crowd. Do it with Provita's Promotions. Any questions or comments for John Bernstrom, feel free to call or text our phone number 701-213-0863. Well, before we get rolling too much further into the uh, show, time now for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Uh, John, the next time your wife gets angry with you, uh, here's what you do. You drape a towel over her shoulders, you know, kind of like a cape, and you say, now you're super angry. Um, She maybe will laugh, or maybe you will die. (laughs) Finding a different place to sleep that night is what you're doing. (laughs) Now you'll be super angry. How are you, man? Good, good. How are you doing? Good. Uh, You have the... uh, Daddy-daughter dance. Yes, we did. That is quite the gala, isn't it? Th- that is. So uh, kudos to the Park District, Linda Roach of the Park District for... for I, I, I'm going to use the term pull it off. Well, it's, mm-hmm. it's a machine for her, but what that has turned into is just yeah. massive. It's the entire ballroom. Um, so this is, for me and my daughter, it's our fourth one. Um, that is an event that I cannot miss. Mm-hmm. That, that's a, that's a ticket we have to get and they do a great job, right? You know, so you, you dress up, you do the photos and mm-hmm. everything, um, it, you get a meal out of it. The, the knights get, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, beef tips and stuff. The yep. princesses get, get chicken strips and chicken fries st- and, <laughs> And, and my daughter and I, we just put our plates together. I looked at them like, those chicken strips look good. Yeah. She, goes, she goes, I want some of your mashed potatoes. And away we went. Trade you some of my chocolate milk for exactly. your chicken strips. And then, uh, you know, and then it's just, it's, it's as I explain it to somebody, and they're like, do you dance all night? And I'm like, well, no, no, but you have to, you have to be close mm-hmm. because my daughter will be out and she'll run into friends and stuff and they're dancing, they're going crazy. And then if a song changes... There's an anticipation that, Dad, you got to be here quick because we're dancing. Yep, yep. We're dancing pretty much a slower song. We're dancing together to this one. Okay. But as soon as the song speeds up, get out of here. No, oh, yeah. But don't go yeah. too far. Yeah. <laughs> don't go too far. <laughs> kind of like a junior high dance. It kind, it kind uh, you of know, is. You all lined up getting ready for the slow because they'd play eight slow dances and then a fast dance because yep. back in junior high, nobody danced fast dances. Nobody danced. Uh, you ever get that dressed up when you take the wife out? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, we do that every once in a while. Yeah, yeah just uh, uh, just for as as we get to a point, we uh, we we laugh about it. We go, uh, you go through a phase in your life where you have what a wedding every weekend. Yeah, yeah, right? and and then all of a sudden, just it stops, and you're like, well, I've got nowhere nice to go. In. Mm-hmm. You know, we can go out to eat and stuff, but and uh, so my wife and I, we've done it. We our term is we just need a good wedding. Yeah, <laughs> we just need a good wedding. <laughs> And I explained it to my nephews. We actually have, I have a nephew getting married this summer. So, so that process is mm-hmm. starting. My nieces and nephews are, are, you know, 
in line to the next ones to get married but we tell them we're like you guys are next well half of them aren't even in just out of college yeah right? and they're like yeah good luck <laughs> <laughs> um I, I like doing that stuff too but uh my wife gets mad because i don't like to take my hat off except when we sit down to eat i i wear a hat all the time oh, really so i'll wear a suit and tie and everything and i'll sometimes wear a hat oh <laughs> i make sure they match sure obviously yeah. um und football how about those boys you were at the game yeah that uh, was a butt that kicking. is what you would call yeah a butt kicking yeah it, it reminded me back to the uh you know in the early 2000s they won a national title they went to another national title in there but those are some of those games back then where und's defense was you watch 30 seconds of the game, and you're like, oh, this is going to be a long day yeah. for the other team. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it didn't take long. What was it, seven or eight sacks in the first half? Like, when, when you sit there, and the te- I'm cheering for UND, the team they're playing, and you start feeling bad for the players, mm-hmm. like, man, that, that, that poor guy's just getting beat yeah. up. And there's no one there to help them. It's just, it's it's the quiet chuckle, you know. Yeah. That you, you just you, you kind of just put your head down and go, oh man, you know. But hats off to Bubba and the yeah. boys. I mean, uh, they got a great shot at it going on. Well, and it was one of those things where we were talking. I went with uh, my son and my uh, my sister and her husband. So just conversations of, hey, we haven't played in like five weeks. Mm-hmm. You know how how rusty are we going to be and. You know, you and he hadn't won a playoff game in the D1 era, you know, and it's just like, boy, you just I hope things go well. And then they come out and play like that. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, OK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's some pent up frustration in there. Yes. And uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see now. Uh, Missouri Valley showed well in the first round of the playoffs. South mm-hmm. Dakota State, UND, North Dakota State and Southern Illinois all won. Yeah. Did they decide what day they're playing? I know it was kind of up in the air. I know they're playing this weekend, but I think they hadn't figured out if it would be a Saturday or a Sunday game or something. I'm basing this on the internet and what I read, so take it for what it's worth. Uh, My understanding is they're playing Sunday night. Okay. And and on one of the big ESPNs. Oh, we might actually get to watch the game. That is cool. Uh, This is the time of the year where things are busy for the city of Grand Forks, construction and all that. But let's talk a little bit about uh, construction going on right now. Uh, First off, downtown Hugo's. Looks like it's coming along really nice. I drive past it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got fixtures up in the building now. Yeah, so I'm I'm assuming that one is uh, is is right around the corner. I think last time I was on, I said their open date is somewhere between January one and December thirty one of twenty twenty one. We can narrow that down a little bit, but I, I think they're they're shooting for this summer. I don't mean to speak for Hugo's or for anything, but uh, from a building standpoint, it, it's that's it's, it's pretty much up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it looks good, too. It looks really good. And then Kitty Quarter from them, you got Hal Steakhouse. That was my next one. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, have you heard how that's coming along? I, I haven't. My wife and I were actually talking about it on Saturday. We drove past, uh, kind of looking forward to that. You know, just something a, a different. New Steakhouse. New Steakhouse. Uh, downtown. If, I, I'm looking forward to if, it. If you know Hal, it's, it's not going to mm-hmm. be, he's, he's not cutting any corners. No. And uh, so that one, and then the other building downtown, a block up from that on the corner of 4th and uh, 4th and Demers is, I believe they're calling it the Argyle. It's a JLG oh. structure. Okay. But that, that one's, you know, pretty much formed up now and, and uh, getting that one up. The, the skyline of Grand Forks in the past three or four years, completely different. Completely different. Yep. Uh, what about the townhouse that is coming down now, uh, slowly but surely? I uh, drove past it. You could see all the way through the building uh, on my way here. And mm-hmm. that's uh, completely gutted. That's a development I think is going to be really cool. Okay, what's all going there now? I've so, heard so many different things. So it's 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 called the Beacon. Okay. Um, so if you've seen any pictures or images from the, it's in West 
Fargo. It's called The Lights. Yes, I it, have. It's the same developer, and it's the same concept. Mm-hmm. It's going to be uh, three buildings that are going to have apartments, condos, you know, various sizes, various income levels. The, the ground floor is going to be commercial, whether that's restaurants, bars, stores, whatever. And then the, the middle of it is going to be a, a pavilion that, that can hold like more than one ice sheet. Yeah. Uh, imagine a, a town square times two. Um, we'll have a stage. We'll have all that stuff. Um, and the again, if you're, if you're curious what it may look like, the lights in West Fargo is is a very similar development and in fact city people went and took a look at that yep. when, when this company epic was uh, pitching it is there going to be a stage and things like that too that, that like they have in fargo that's my understanding yep. okay and, and i do believe uh, a grand forks kid had a lot of work to do with that one in fargo so i'm guessing he'll be yeah. here and i can't remember who it was well there, there's there's there is a grand forks connection there's also um i believe our our local oh shoot I, i'm gonna remember where he's from but i'm not gonna remember his name this is terrible um I believe he's from argyle Oh, okay. um, but, but a local connection who helped got, get that going in uh, in West Fargo. Working again, the company's mm-hmm. called Epic. Um, working for that company, getting that one off the ground. It's working well there, and uh, really changing the. Th- that's going to be a really cool one when that one's done. Uh, I see uh, Circle of Friends. We're going to have some new neighbors here in the Grand Cities Mall. I don't yeah, know if you know anything that. about this, yeah. but uh, I, I did talk uh, with the CEO of Circle of Friends last week, and uh, they have this all set. To have another uh, office or building at East Grand Forks, and somehow or other they got jacked around there, but something uh, fell through. I'm not sure what happened. Yeah, right? it, but it's it's good to have those guys coming oh, yeah. back here. Uh, they're going to actually take up two offices here in the Grand City Mall. So at least what, from what I know, and and even just I, I haven't been in this mall since this winter. Mm-hmm. But you you guys have some changes going on here. You yeah, got, it's it in in a good way. Mm-hmm. In a good way. The the cafe down the hall it wasn't open last time I was here. Or it hasn't been open when I've been here. You got Circle of Friends. I mean, good job to the mall here. And uh, I know you're part of that, just get, getting things. We want foot the traffic foot traffic. Here. Yeah. yeah. And then there is foot traffic. It's Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Uh, the uh, Herald Building, what's going on with that now? So there was, uh, okay, so uh, under the previous administration with Mayor Brown, the Forum Communications had the building for sale. Um, that, you know, depending on who you talk to, the, you know, Grand Forks Herald was going to be done out of Fargo and mm, maybe, the it, maybe it wasn't, forever, yeah. Yeah, maybe it wasn't. I mean, that, 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 that ship has sailed, but that debate was out there. The city bought the building, uh, forum leases space for the Grand Forks Herald to be there. Um, Mayor Bochensky came in and he goes, All right, I'm fine with the building, but I don't, he goes, I wouldn't have done that, <laughs> but now that we have it, you yep. can't change it. <clears throat> so here's what I want to do with it. And so you have companies like air autonomy, um, UAS type of tech companies. Mm-hmm. Well, w- one thing they need is they need power. They for for computer servers. They need power. Yes. And so the city uh, two weeks ago got a grant from a, a federal EDA grant, a one mm-hmm. point one million dollar grant to retrofit that building and pretty much put it on power steroids. Wow. Uh, and then and then you get these. You know, it's called a tech accelerator. Mm-hmm. And you get mm-hmm. these companies that are looking for that type of power to come in and it's kind of that that snowball effect right it, or horse and buggy does the company come and then you get power in do you, so we have a company who's in there in air autonomy um they could use more power or put more power in there is there is do you end up getting a bit of a snowball effect you know there's and then you tie in the und connection with all the uas work the yep. air force base and, mm-hmm. and and now the space force thing um all i know about is, is it's called space force um, but but there, there's all this kind of 
coming together. Um, it, it, it's a huge regional economic driver just because of the type of work they do. Right. You know, they, they, they go out in rural areas mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Air Autonomy showed some stuff where they, they inspect um, XL Energy wind turbines just by flying by them. Yep. And it's yep. their inspection, stuff like that. Uh, they got the uh, America Rescue Plan. Uh, I believe Grand Forks is going to get uh, almost $11.5 million. That's, any, that's what they tell us. Any idea what we're going to do with that money? Well, um, we're supposed to be getting some of it coming up here in May. Not all of it. And then the rest of it, I believe, a year from from May. Um, we, we can, we're pretty much given open reign on, how, on mm-hmm. how we can spend it. So... Um, whether that opens up some, uh, you know, cost sharing and road construction stuff, um, you know, th- with this EDA grant, there there is a match, you know, mm-hmm. with it, you know, and it, you, the city can can do some some different things with it. Um, but uh, from my understandings, we pretty much have op- open range. Now you can't do stuff like salaries. You just right, can't give right. yourself a raise. You it's can't. Be you can't put it into pension. It has to be spent on. It has to be spent. It, it's meant to be stimulus. Mm-hmm. You spend it. Uh, like road construction, you you spend it, which means hiring a contractor who yep. gets you know there's that doubling effect. Yep. They then get hired, they hire a sub, they hi- and you go through, and that number then pay you know is is used three times. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's meant for stuff like that. We have to spend it by 2024. Oh, okay, yeah, that so, can be done. I'm it sure it can be done. Yeah, <laughs> it can be done. You know, we mentioned the townhouse coming down. What about the ambassador? Uh, what oh, a, what man. a mess there. Uh, how did that even get to this point? Well, you know. Um, I, I got to be careful what I say here because I'm sure we have yeah, a city I, attorney yeah. listening. Because, yep. um, but um, you, you know how it gets to that point. We'll, we'll put it this: the city doesn't go into every building every month. Sure, right? Mm-hmm. They, they don't. A lot of it is complaint based, mm-hmm. which is what happened here. There was a, a, an ADA complaint that actually went to the police department. Oh. Police department says, oh, this, is, this kind of falls under our inspections. We're, it doesn't kind of. It falls under our inspections department, passes it on to them. Hey, we have an ADA complaint for, for the structure. Now, here's one thing that, that kind of fell into it was, it, it, you know, it's Ambassador Motel, mm-hmm. right? Uh, our, through this investigation, didn't have a motel license, which fell off the state's map. Okay. So they didn't get the state inspection. Okay. So, you know, kind of filling in these loopholes a little bit. So they go in for this ADA thing and then start... You know, you can't unsee, right? It's, it's like a police officer. I saw you. Break, I saw you break the law. I, mm-hmm. I can't unsee that, mm-hmm. right? So our inspections goes in and says, "Ooh, th- this building." I, I'm a little concerned. Now, understand the the landscape we're in at this point. We had just had one apartment fire where the postal worker yep. saved a bunch of lives. Yep, and that, that was a structure that was just fine. But it, it we had an apartment fire that was, you know, luckily nobody got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we'd had a couple of other fires. Um, and so that's kind of in the back of your mind, call the fire department over and just say, Hey, you guys take a look. They have inspectors as well. And the fire department is, you know, and they, they're going, that building has a basement. They're going yep. into the basement and stuff <clears> like that. <throat> so, um, and it just got deemed, Hey, this, this place is not, I can't by I, the city can't say it's okay to be here based on what I've seen. Sure. Cause heaven forbid there is a fire or, or something. And, and we were here and just kind of shoved yeah. it under the rug. You yeah. can't do that. No. Can't do that. So that that's what led to the situation we're in now. Okay. And then uh, it caught on fire this weekend. Yeah. Now, wasn't the power and the gas and everything shut off there or not? The only thing I'll say to that is utilities are shut off. Okay. Okay. That's all I needed yep. to hear. We'll probably find out more soon. <laughs> um, 
Randy Slabens, uh, Northeast Human Services Center, uh, the director, retired. Oh, okay. Did it, you know that? I did not know that. I did not know that. You know, they, the, they do a lot of work in our community, especially now with uh, Lutheran Social Services as, mm-hmm. at a state level being gone. Um, yeah, yeah, shuttered. Um, that's, uh, that's uh, you know, that, that organization does a lot of work, a lot of work that people don't necessarily see. Um, so, all right, they, they're getting a new director. There we go. That'll be good. Yeah. Um, what do you think about this dry spring? I oh. mean, you know, as far as us living with floods, I mean, you compare this year to last year, uh, night and day, which mm-hmm. happens here all the time. But, um, you know, we all like it when we don't have to worry about flooding or bridges closing or anything like that. But, uh, man, it's just too dry. It is really dry out there. I know. Now, I, I haven't seen any recent. We've had some moisture. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, and now we got to be careful what we ask for. Right. Right. We don't want five inches in an hour, which has happened here mm-hmm. before. We want an inch over a day yeah. or two inches over a day and a half. Yes. Just a nice soaker. I, I know the farmers could really use that in town here. We do, I realize we don't see it as much unless you go down. That river's low. Yeah, it's very it low. really low. You talked about last time it was this low. You, you were bottoming, bottoming your boat out. Mm-hmm. In there. So, I mean, it's um, we're all itching to get outside. We're all itching to, to do stuff. Uh, for those who want to go in the river, understand how low it is. Uh, we are talking with John Bernstrom. He's a communications specialist for the city of Grand Forks. We'll be right back with John again. But first, I want to talk about Raptor PCS here in the Grand Cities Mall. Uh, best place to take your computer, full range of computer services at affordable rates. They do builds, virus removal, hardware repairs. And if you're looking for a new laptop, check them out. Uh, if you're going to have some work done on your computer, odds are, uh, most cases, you'll get it back the next day. They'll even come to your house, pick your computer up, or just stop at the loading zone in front of rumors. Uh, they're the winners of the top-rated local businesses in 2019, 2020, and congratulations, they did it again this year. You know what? Bring your computer in. Mention this ad. They will give you 15% off any computer service. What a great deal. We go there all the time uh, because it's the best place to take your computer. Check them out, raptorpcs.com, or call 701-772-7626. Raptor PCS, they are easy to find. They are right here in the Grand Cities Mall. Back with John Bernstrom, communication specialist for the city of Grand Forks. Have you heard anything about, uh, and I was going to ask Paul about this, but I forgot. Have you heard anything about uh, they're giving vaccines like off of i-29 up by drayton i mean it has nothing to do with city no. stuff but i'm just wondering if you've heard anything about Th- that this was part of a state plan uh the the governor of north dakota announced this i believe it was last week or the week before and it's a um so the border is closed for leisure type travel mm-hmm. but it, but it is open to essential travel yep so commerce truckers mm-hmm. going back and forth and so you have truckers that are going back maybe based in canada you know spend three days out of the week in the states because mm-hmm. that's where they're delivering or vice you know vice versa and it's easier to get a vaccine here in north dakota than it is up there for, for whatever reason. You know, okay. different country different you know province state all that stuff so there's an agreement between um governor burgum and uh don't ask me who the uh, trudeau uh, trudeau is all of, all of canada but yeah. it's, it's manitoba okay and just all right as your truckers come down if they if they want a vaccine we have it available the nearest truck stop is the one in drayton oh that's, sure. that's their first stop okay so so they they it's uh, the state of north dakota put a for better term a trailer there trucker can come in hey i just crossed the border you know i, I do this this and this and they can get a vaccine there that's actually a not a bad idea. No, a really good idea. Uh, I see the uh, Grand Forks County office finally opened after quite a while. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, <laughs> you know, at, in, it, I uh, the, they they have opened. Yes, the Grand Forks City Hall 
um, open. We've been almost a year of fully open. Now you have the option if you, depending on the type of work you do to work from home. Um, I was one of those that didn't go home. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so it's, uh, but yeah, it get, it's that those steps of getting back to normal, right? I mean, yeah. I w- went, went to daddy daughter on, uh, on Friday and it was, it was actually at my table was a, was a doctor. Oh, and, and I'm just like, Oh, are they, I mean, the place was full. And he's like, isn't this awesome? Yeah. He goes, this it just feels so good to be in this situation. And he was just like, I, I'm vaccinated. I, I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'm doing this on myself. And he goes, but this is so much fun. And then you go to the UND football game and they announced attendance at 3,000. It felt like 20,000. 20, yeah. You're just not used to being in it. And it was far from uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It was, again, it was fun. And then after the game, we went out to eat downtown. Downtown was packed. Couldn't find a place to park. It was, th- those are good things. We're getting there. We're getting there. Um, now, if, well, with the county building open up, uh, now World of Outlaws coming to the River City Speedway. So we'll, we'll get that June show in, hopefully, which is good news because, uh, man, we lost a two-day show last year, you yep. know, when the pandemic first hit, uh, well, into June, and uh, cost the city a lot of money. I mean... Well, and, and help me out. You, you know this better. Uh, the World of Outlaws, do they just run at just a couple of tracks then or they crisscross the country two or three times a year they run Mm -hmm. i don't know 80 races whatever it is but last year what did they do last year they were scheduled for a two-day show here in june and then they come back for a one-day show i believe in august sure but uh last year uh because they ran here once didn't they that was their last their one-day show and these are the sprint cars we also have the world about late models but the two-day show in june it was supposed to be a friday and a saturday and that's when they shut them down and said, no, oh, you're okay. not going to do it. So, I mean, man, I was thinking a couple thousand motel rooms, you know, for yeah. the weekend and stuff. But I guess, what do you do? Well, and is it, uh, is it this week they're running uh, test labs? Uh, test and tune will be on Thursday night. Yeah, they're, they're going and then hope to run next Friday. Next Friday, the, mm-hmm. the 7th. Yeah, good. Uh, boy, I tell you what, what a goofy month. Uh, we set records in Grand Forks for hot temperatures yep and we set records in grand forks for cold temperatures that's north dakota <laughs> welcome right? to that's, the tundra right <laughs> exactly so i i've i played uh, three rounds of golf i think before easter and i haven't played since <laughs> wow uh, you know i would imagine that uh like snow removal and and snow maintenance and all that stuff um that fund had to be probably pretty full yeah. after this past winter yeah and it's and it's one of those it's uh it's not a matter of oh spend it somewhere else because we also have we're allowed to do we like city departments are allowed to do cash carryovers right Mm -hmm. so you get your public works department they budget for so much money for snow removal they have years they've had years so they've blown through that before christmas sure you know just last year yeah you just destroy it and and then you have years like this year where you take that cash carryover and you move it over because you know what it's going to snow here again oh yeah yeah (laughs) and and it probably will yeah i mean I, i hate to think of it but uh well, uh, another uh, round of good news. Uh, you know, at first they were talking uh, school district here, uh, probably going to lay off a bunch of teachers. Sounds like that's not the case anymore. Yeah, that you know, and, and I'm just getting what I read in the paper on that one. That's they've got moving targets, right? So their whole situation they're in. Um, that that I don't envy it, right? Mm-hmm. Do they have maintenance to do to do to buildings? Yes, they do. Um, do, do some of those buildings old? Yes, yes, yes they are. Um, if you do nothing, that fixes nothing. Right. Right. You do something, it costs money. Mm-hmm. And, and the rules in the state of North Dakota is you can't, uh, from a school district standpoint, you can't raise, you can only raise taxes to a certain point. Then you have to go to a vote. Right. Okay. And, and that's, that's one of the votes. Um, and then it's, you know, it's 
do you do long-term maintenance? You know, how, how do they, they don't have the, my understanding is school district, like the city, we can special assess, right? Mm-hmm. So we fix a road, those that are impacted, you've got 20 years, stuff like that. School district doesn't have that. They've got, what, a sales tax and yeah. they got, and they got a mill levy. Um, I don't know the, the best answer for what they should do. Um, I also don't, I understand all the questions, right? It's easy to say, oh, lay people off and save money. Right? Yeah, right, right. I have kids in school. Yeah. Right? You know, they, they need teachers. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, they, to me, some of the most influential people in my life were teachers oh, yeah. that I had. Yeah. You know, and my kids still talk about it. You know, they're, they're in ele- at the elementary school level. Um, we've had nothing but, but wonderful teachers. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, through a school year, you become friends with them. Right? Sure. Yeah. Still friends with them. Um, he even came up just uh, at the daddy daughter dance, talking with another dad, and, and kids were playing and stuff, and and found out their their little girls in second grade, and I'm like, oh, you've got Mrs. Hervey, don't you? Oh yeah. Oh, I love Mrs. <laughs> Hervey and all, yeah, you know, know all that stuff, right? <laughs> and uh, and you know, so our kids haven't been, you know, they mm-hmm, they don't have Mrs. Hervey now, yeah. but this stuff like that sticks, right? I, I bet you didn't know this. Did you know she used to be in radio? Really? Yeah, she, I believe she. I worked, believe it. They weren't. It wasn't iHeart then, but uh, she used to work over with that group many years really? ago. Really? Yep, yep. Oh no, Miss Miss Hervey is great. And she Top was both good. of our kids in yeah. second grade. Um, I wanted to ask you uh, a, a little gem that we have in Grand Forks Town Square. Yep. Uh, of course, with uh, the pandemic and all of that stuff, didn't really get used to its mm-hmm. potential. But is, is that going to come around again? Are they going to get the the big paddle wheel working and, and stuff like that? Uh, that that's the that's the goal, right? That's the goal of it. But there's so there was this movement to completely redo it, and then you get this private developer doing that beacon project. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's well, what I was getting at. yeah. Why you know, from a city standpoint, we're going to pump the brakes, just do some maintenance stuff on Town Square. Um, because a whole new thing is getting built literally just down the street. Mm-hmm. And then I, I will say this, that there is no answer, but I think it's up for discussion. All right, what, what do we do with Town Square? Did, does, it, does it continue to be something, you know, work in conjunction with the Beacon? Um, do, you, do you sell it to, to the Beacon for programming and stuff like that? Or is it, or is it a, a lot that maybe is once the, the Beacon gets up and you have that gathering space do you do you sell do you sell it to a do developer you, do you, all those things are potentially on the table do you put another hugo's in <laughs> or, or you know, who, who knows you know right. if if these other uh, commercial developments that have gone up when it comes to you know housing and because there is that kind of shift right mm-hmm. and, and they're they're generational stuff but everyone wants a single family home and now it's almost pivoting a little bit specifically uh, air force base is a big one because mm-hmm. because they move a lot yep of hey, I want to own something. Mm-hmm. I want the equity of owning, um, but I know I'm moving in three years. Right, right. You know, so there, there's, there's that condo push, right? Mm-hmm. And and they also that grocery store is going to be a game changer downtown. Oh, sure. You, you think about it. I can live downtown. I can get groceries in not like convenience store. Mm-hmm. Like I can I can take care of all Real my groceries, groceries yep. and really have everything. And I don't need a car. Yep. And, uh, I mean, you're within walking distance yep. of how many bars and restaurants. And, yep. uh, you know, you got your grocery store there. You'll be right across from Hal's New Steakhouse. Yep. I mean, great place. A lot of people. I'm not one of those people, but I have lived in big cities. And I know people that love living in big cities. They've never owned a car. Right. Take public transportation everywhere they go. And that was like their goal as a kid. Nope, I just want to live downtown in an apartment, and I want to take the city bus wherever I go, and more power or to them. City bus, or you work downtown. Mm-hmm. Right? right. And you and you just 
all right, this is where, where I work and I, I can walk to wherever I go and, and, and you go from there. And, and it is a bit of a horse and buggy, right? Do you need people first or do you need the job right. first? Uh, no one, I think, has really landed on what the answer is. Yeah, yeah. You know, but they kind of need to move together. If you build it, they will come. Sure. Something like that. Something, something like that. Just which one do you build? <laughs> right. Right. Um, Burgum is dropping the emergency declaration at the end of the month, April 30th. What, yes. does, what does that mean for the city of Grand Forks? As soon as I saw that announcement last week, uh, I immediately ran, ran down to the mayor's office and, and asked that question. I'm like, hey, is there a trickle down to us as a city? And um, we don't think so. All of our emergency orders in the city, which we only have, we only have one or two left. Mm-hmm. Um, but are all based on a local emergency order. Okay. Um, the only one that could potentially impact is the state emergency order. Part of that order was if you test positive they, and, and you don't comply, you know, you, you mm-hmm. become a problem child, they could order you to, to quarantine. But that was under the state order. Right. Um, so I don't, I don't think we've had any issue with that here, but that order would go away, mm-hmm. that, that, that teeth. Sure. Sure. Um, again, locally, I don't think we've had to do that. We did have to do that once. This was maybe 10 years ago. We had a TB outbreak. Yep. And, uh, and and it was it was in a, a homeless population mm-hmm. is, is where it originated from. And so actually the state of North Dakota bought housing, rented an apartment yep. Yep. and forced an individual to people to stay put mm-hmm. and if they left they would open themselves up for being arrested so stuff like that happens beyond a pandemic sure. it just in smaller scales that's the last time i i, I remember that potentially being enforced okay. i don't think uh with this pandemic there ever came down to enforcement of we see you on the street we're going to arrest you because we know you're supposed to be on quarantine sure it's more of just like go home yeah okay uh by the way i want to give a shout out to uh bubba schweiger he's watching the show nice job you and football oh yeah Along with all the other people watching the show. But, uh, Bubba, we will be getting a hold of you because we want you back on the show here, too, uh, soon. I just want to ask you now, John, this really has nothing to do with city business here or anything. But um, w- what are your thoughts on this whole transgender sports thing? Does, does, I mean, girls, I, I can see if a, if a girl wants to try to play boy sports, that I, I got no problem with that. We've grown. We've lived with that our entire mm-hmm. lives. But when you've got guys that want to play in girl sports, do you think, come on, man, I will drop the line. Are you like me or or I will ask you this, ask you this question. Okay, has it happened where somebody has physically gone through that themselves in order to play sports? Well, thank goodness. Not around here, at least I can only but it's happening. I can only think of one instance and it was in Massachusetts Mm -hmm. and it was track. Mm -hmm. Right. So I will, because of that, most sports associations, right, in the North Dakota High School Activity Association, or, or pick it, mm-hmm. right, have policies in place of how to handle it. You know, a, a lot of them are, I think North Dakota State, I may be speaking out of turn a little bit, so, so understand this, but it's, you have to go through X number of months, or maybe it's number of years of the hormone treatment before you can mm-hmm. play, in the, like, they, they have yeah. a plan, they have a plan, yep. right? So... The fact that all these places have plans, do you need a law? Well, true, true. Well, you, you know, anybody can sue anybody for anything nowadays. So, well, uh, but, I mean, but it, along those lines, because these <clears throat> no one's suing the state right. because of all these organizations have their plan, mm-hmm. they, mm-hmm. they cover themselves. So that, that's right. Come at it from the standpoint of it, it's it hasn't been an issue here. 
Um, all these organizations ha- have their arms around it to the best of their ability. Sure. Why, why do we need a state law short of it? It, it, it smells bad, right? Yeah. It, 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 it doesn't, in my head, it doesn't pass the smell test. You, yes, you're saying it's because of this. It, it doesn't smell that way. Do you think maybe uh, if it was uh, passed as law, it's just to probably keep people like me happy? <laughs> I mean, sure. Uh, feeling better knowing that if I'm going to go it, watch a uh, if I'm going to go watch a, a girls hockey game, I know they're all going to be girls. Now, in the process of that, yes, you keep you're passing the law to keep mm-hmm. half the population happy and it, intentionally pissing off the other half. Well, yeah, yeah, but Which, sometimes that's kind of so, fun to do. <laughs> so I, I, I will I will say this: it's not like there's nothing in place. Mm-hmm. So I, if, if you're at the state, if you're a state legislator, and you're like, "Hey, these organizations aren't doing it; we have to handle it this, at the state." Okay, may, I'll, I'll listen more. It, it's handled all of it. And it, you know, a lot of these sporting organizations too. They're they have they have um the, the way it was worded was a poorly written bill yeah so let, let's just put it this way uh we grew up around here with the the Lamarillo girls kicking the crap out of yep. out of uh well, middle they kicked school the crap boys out of my boy right uh, they played yep. together for a while this law would have been in place that would have been illegal yeah oh that's true and, and what is it title nine or 19 title nine title nine is the uh yes they they, they were again this is john speaking not not mm-hmm. communication specialist john they were hiding behind title nine a little bit sure they would say title nine i'm like okay i get it mm-hmm. and then you hear the discussion or read a little bit deeper and you're like ah is it is it title nine i you know and they tried to massage the bill a little yeah. bit and it, as they got deeper into massaging the bill you're like well they have their plan already yeah so why do you need this let and until it becomes an issue i I could come back here in two years and say I was wrong because this is now happening mm-hmm. and all this stuff. I'll gladly do that as of right now. Yeah. And I mean, I'm all aboard uh, women's equality in sports. I mean, for sure. But um, you also got to figure it out as far as uh, a university or a college's point of view. Uh, it costs money, you know, to have these oh, sports yeah. and, and to field a team and to travel and to do all that. But um you also got to remember how much money you're getting back with these sports mm-hmm. too, and and I, th- I think this this whole thing it, it might have shot a couple of schools in the foot. I mean, I think we'd still have UND women's hockey. We'd have baseball for sure, for, for, for sure, yeah. Because uh, women's hockey went away based on they looked at finances mm-hmm. in order to meet Title Nine, they had to get rid of a men's sport, and then yep. baseball baseball was the cut, and that's too bad. Right. Uh, around here, um, I see, and, and this would be particularly important, I would think, this year, uh, especially with the drought. You know, a lot of people uh, in the spring they'll they'll do their yard cleanup mm-hmm. and maybe burn their leaves in the backyard or in their fire pit or whatever. Can't really do that now. Uh, well, we can probably now, but uh, I see that uh, Grand Forks is going to spend some money to improve that uh, yard waste drop off yeah. site, the one on Fifth Avenue. Um, I. Tell us a little bit about that. So, okay, so the one on Fifth Avenue, it's, it's right underneath the water tower there by Gambucci Arena. Okay, yep, it's yep. that one. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a big one. But uh, so we're hearing a little, not a little bit, we're hearing from, you know, you get those commercial mm-hmm. lawn mowing companies. They're like, there all the hey, time. you tell us to go here, and that's great. I can't turn my trailer around. I can't. Okay, sure. I get that. Concrete's getting a little busted up a little bit. Um, so just going to make it larger, make it nicer and a little bit easier to, to maneuver. Um, the reason we're doing it to that one is it's one of our bigger sites because sure. then, then we have these smaller sites around. Like I've got uh, the one I go to is on 47th Avenue South. There's mm-hmm. like two dumpsters there. Well, this time of year, they, they could 
dump it four times a day. Right. Um, a round trip to dump a container of that one by the time you hook up, you get to the landfill, you got, it's like hour, hour and a half. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it just You just can't move quicker, right, in the distance, mm-hmm. where they have to go and everything. So make that one better at 5th. So when we tell our commercial people to go there, they don't crinkle their nose and say, well, that's, I can't turn my trailer around. <laughs> right. You know, stuff like that. So now, let's work with that a little bit. Is, do you just have to be a, a city resident to use that? Or, or how does that work? Do the commercial guys, do they, do they have to pay? We, or is it just open to anybody that lives in or resides in Grand Forks? So here's the tough one when it comes to commercial. They work in East Grand Forks, too. Okay, right? yeah. You know, so yeah. that's the tough one. So, so here's what we'd like. There's commercial rates you can pay where, it's, you know, you pay for the pay for the year and you go in and you, and you haul stuff out to the landfill. That's, that's ultimate, ultimately what we'd prefer. Those drop-off sites are meant for Grand Forks residents. Here's the debate we get back from those commercial people. It, it, uh, commercial people they, they they do good work right mm-hmm. oh, they're yeah. just like then they're busy i'm i'm mowing the lawns of grand forks residents you're right yes and i have no way to check to make sure the grass is an east grand forks grass or grand mm-hmm. forks grass yeah, you know yeah. they, there's a bit of an honor system in there sure um but uh but if you are a commercial user we'd like you to go to either that one we're going to be redoing the fifth and demers mm-hmm. or out to public works just because they're larger and easier for us to get to sure what gets us is you have a commercial mowing a lawn down there on south belmont go to that 47th and they do two lawns and they fill up a whole container oh right right you know in in one drop mm-hmm. you know and it, it, it just has us fall behind it makes a mess you uh-huh. know and then it spills over and, and all that stuff you know, and it costs to clean it all up. Let's just say a payloader doesn't go 70 miles an hour down the interstate. No. <laughs> uh, do you bag your grass every day when you mow? I don't. No, no I, do I, don't it, I do it in the spring and I do it in the fall. And that's yep. it. Yep. Same with me. Yep. Um, I, I did want to ask you, uh, big news, uh, the BMX track. Going to yeah, build a new cool. one out by the Alaris. Um, and, and, you know, I think a lot of people think to themselves, well, great. That's just fine if you got kids that race BMX bikes or whatever. But... It's not just about that. This facility is going to bring in some pretty big national races, the way it sounds. And that's just more money getting pumped into the economy of Grand Forks. Yep, they're, they're the, the organization, I, 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 the BMX organization, yes, they, want, they, they, they were looking for a new track or redoing mm-hmm. their own tracks. So here you put it right next to the Alaris Center, visible off the interstate. You have parking up the wazoo because of the Alaris Center there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also, you know, Again, that snowball effect. Or we put this there, you start getting traffic there. Is, you know, there's that talk. Is it maybe a children's museum or, or something else? You know, and now we're talking some private development in yep, here, too. It's, yep. not, it's not all just city money pumping in there. Uh, but but it's, it's a blank palette right now. Right, right. Um, I was actually on the phone with uh, some of the BMX guys this morning, and they, they're figuring uh, anywhere it could be two to three weeks, they might start work on that. Sure. Uh, bringing in a pro to do it, to, to build it the right way. But uh, the things are looking up in this little well, town, aren't they? Have, have you been, um, drove past the other, well, one thing that if you haven't been past a while, have you seen that, that Veterans Memorial Park there in 24th and 34th? I haven't driven by there since they first started on get, it, but yeah. Get up, go past there. That's a that's a great example. I mean, that was all. It was the park district was involved, but it was fundraising and everything. Mm-hmm. That that's impressive. That's that's really really nice out there, right on the corner of twenty fourth and thirty fourth. There, north yep. of the mall. Yep, it looks really nice. So you get it, it takes some time. You get stuff like that. You get, mm-hmm. you get that BMX track. What comes from there? It, you know, is all this development going to happen this summer? No, right. But you 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 get the you get the ball rolling downhill and things happen. You know, uh, I did want to ask you this, and I don't know if you have an answer for me or not, John, but um, the Aldi's 
rumor new grocery store possibly coming to Grand Forks? Have you heard anything? All I've heard is they were advertising for jobs, right? Mm-hmm. And we have a grocery store facility that's sitting empty. That that's all I know, mm-hmm. and and that's just me doing one and one equals two, right? I mean, <laughs> but is it good to bring a little competition into the city? Uh, probably probably doesn't hurt. Yeah. No, no, I don't work at Hugo's. I don't own Hugo, so you. you You'd probably mm-hmm. have something to say about that. But I, I can say this. Uh, we, as a family, we are the, you know, our, everyone has a Hugo's, right? Mm-hmm. So our Hugo's is the one on 32nd. Sure. When that, when that what was it? Hornbachers? Is yep. that what it was? Yep. When that closed, oh my goodness. The, the amount of, it, it was, there's that joke of before Blizzard, the grocery stores are always packed. Yeah. Right? It was like that every single day. Yeah. And you're like, wow. You know, that, that the amount of, people that just come to the one grocery store and that I, I know the manager there and he's just like it's it's like this all the time yeah yeah was, just I, swamped i go to the one on the east side so yeah. yeah it's on the way home um new construction projects that we haven't talked about on slate for grand forks this uh, year a road or anything so uh some road work we're gonna do so on 32nd avenue south um remember a few years ago in washington where we lined up those left-hand turn lanes mm-hmm. so help yep. with sight lines we're gonna be doing that on 32nd Okay, it's a state. It's a state job. I say we, but the state's doing it, so that should help there. Especially some of those, you know, the turn into shields and stuff that right. get, that gets a little dicey. Um, so we're going to be doing that uh, downtown uh, North Third Street. So you go from Demers up, uh, kind of past the hub. Yep, they're going to redo the uh, so it's road work and sidewalks. So the work they did on Demers, and then the sidewalks, you know, so you get bump mm-hmm. outs and all that fun stuff that change the lighting. Um, they're going to be doing that streetscape stuff and then replacing that road. Okay. Um, it's not as in depth as the Demers job. Like I don't think they're digging as deep. Um, so it, it, it should, it should go quicker. Uh, that one may get rolling as soon as late next week. Oh, um, and then on campus, is it really on campus? Columbia road from the overpass mm-hmm. to just North of university Avenue. Okay. That's going to get redone. Oh, okay. It, just th- that road. Again, a couple of blocks. That yeah. road's a mess. Yeah, it yep. is. It is. That road's a mess. So that one's that one's going to get done. That's a complete redo. And then we're continuing our work on uh, Belmont Road. You get south of Forty Seventh there, and it, it's yep. a rural road that has development all around it. So we've redone it from Sixty Second to Fifty Fifth. This year they're doing, and this is the harder part of the road because there's I don't know how many driveways that come out on a Belmont lot. there. Yeah. So it's we're going Fifty Fifth to like. I'm trying to think of one of those, maybe the spillway, maybe a little bit farther than the spillway okay. there, um, just because you have to do it in small sections to just the curb and gutter work is going to be incredible on to, that to accommodate all those driveways mm-hmm. so people can get in and out of their homes and stuff like that. So that that one's that's phase two of probably a four phase project sure. down there. Do you think in our lifetime, John, we're going to see a new bridge on the south end? I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, it, it, and I was talking with uh, Mayor Bochensky about this a couple of weeks ago when he was on the show, and I, I don't know how excited he is about even building another bridge. But like, if you live where I do, you know, on the outskirts of East Grand Forks, heading towards Fisher, uh, I put it to somebody this way uh, last week: I can get to Crookston quicker than I can get to the south end of Grand Forks. Sure. And, and I would like to see uh, a new bridge because, uh, for one thing, I think also it's going to maybe alleviate a little bit of, uh, you know, agriculture truck travel uh, during the harvest season. You know, you get a lot of beat trucks well, that come through downtown. Depends maybe on the this... bridge they build. Right. So right. If the, the conversation of like 32nd or Elks Drive, the intention of that is for it to be a point. So if a truck goes over that, they could be ticketed. It wouldn't be a 
truck bridge. Okay. It would be meant to accommodate, you know, the people who live on the point area down there. Um, You know, and that's the one that has the biggest heartache here in Grand Forks. Mm -hmm. We have established neighborhoods in there. Um, You get south of 32nd, you are are now outside of the city limits of East Grand Forks. Mm -hmm. So now you're dealing with Polk County and stuff. But at that point, like Merrifield Road, right? Mm -hmm. There's your truck. Right. There's your truck. And then I had this interesting one brought up to me. And again, I'm, I'm pulling playing both sides here. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know an answer to any of this. Mm-hmm. Um, if you build, so when you drive through Crookston, mm-hmm. okay, you're going, you're going out to the lake. Do you go through Crookston or do you take that truck bypass? I usually take the truck bypass. Right. Mm-hmm. So if we build a truck bypass at Grand Forks, how, how much traffic are we losing within the city of Grand Forks? Well, uh, I, you know, if, if there's an option of I'm coming from wherever from the South and I want to go to the lake, I'm just skipping Grand Forks. Yeah. Okay, I get your point there. I heard that, and I'm like, oh, I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah, but you maybe want these people to drive through town. Maybe you want to drive through town, but it's also nice to, you know, those that two weeks in the fall of not having that amount of truck traffic mm-hmm. pumping through town, mm-hmm. you know, in the middle of the night and right. stuff like that. I don't know the answer to any of it. Um, I know uh, What I can say is I, I do believe it's a bigger deal for East Grand Forks than it is for Grand Forks. Yeah, I think you're probably right. You know, especially like last year, you know, you close the majority of the bridges in town. Uh, old Gateway Drive, boy, that thing takes a pounding when yep. the bridges are closed. Yeah, and, and, and from a, uh, Mayor Bochanski says this a lot. You, you show us in Grand Forks the benefit to Grand Forks to an, an in-city bridge, mm-hmm. the conversation goes farther. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes yep. a ton of sense. Yep. Uh, John, thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, man, love having you in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, love getting caught up on, on some of the city news and things like that. And um, we still have to book a catfishing trip. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. do that. All right. We'll get there. Oh, there you go. That's John Bernstrom, communication specialist for the city of Grand Forks. Love having him on our show. He's like a record setter. He's been on here so many times, but we're going to have him back again. Uh, special thanks going out to Handy Law Group for bringing you the show today. You know what? Do you lose sleep at night wondering if your loved ones will be able to look after themselves after you have passed? Well, Handy Law Group could assist in making sure your estate is settled according to your wishes. They can help with wills, trusts, probate, power of attorney, and more. Now, you can rest easy knowing your loved ones will be taken care of and their inheritance protected. Handy Law Group can also help with criminal and family law cases, adoptions, probate of business law, and so much more. You know what? Put over 20 years of legal experience to work for you today. Call to set up your initial estate probate consultation, 701-780-1286. That's 701-780-1286. Handy Law Group, serving Eastern North Dakota and Western Minnesota. Well, tomorrow we are talking with BT Bill Tyrell uh, from Rumor Sports Bar and Casino. We're going to talk all about the big Kentucky Derby coming up and the Kentucky Derby party at Rumors. It's going to be a great time. And make sure you like, share, tag, and follow us and hit your notification bell too, all right? We all know how great Grand Forks is. Grand Forks' best source, giving it an identity again. 